Hello and welcome to On the Couch with Lani, a podcast where we will explore sex-positive, body-positive and inclusive content. This is a space where we will inspire true empowerment and sexual confidence while I introduce you to some epic humans and ideas. Every week we'll be getting down and dirty to break some taboos, explore some real talk and have a bit of fun along the way. I'm your host, Lani Pavlovich, an Aussie-based mum lady, journalist, sex educator and wellness coach. I'm also the founder of the Sex Ed for the Modern Human Movement, so go get your stalk on www.lanipavlovich.com. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your family, your friends, or even your next-door neighbor. Tag me on your Insta stories, at Laniland, and let's share the love. Okay, welcome to episode 11 of On the Couch with Lani, and I am very excited because I have the beautiful Rosie joining me again, and we also have her gorgeous partner, Ash, on the couch, you know, in spirit with us today. So welcome, ladies. Hi. Thanks for having us, Lani. My pleasure. Now, I have been excited to get you both on a podcast episode with me because I am getting a ridiculous amount of questions lately from ladies who are wanting to know how to interact with other ladies. And you were both in heterosexual relationships previously and are now in a relationship together. So I want to know your story. How did that all come to be? And and how did you have the courage to, I don't know, initiate something with a woman? Mm, Good question. (laughs) Um, So I met Ash, like literally I saw her up on the dance floor. So she was running a fitness class and I went along with one of my friends and six years ago, six years ago. Yeah. And she just, honestly, she just took my eye and I just had like, I, what I call like butterflies in my heart and my yoni. Mm, (laughs) And, um, so we met briefly after the class and we were both really shy and nervous and didn't really say much. And then we followed each other on Instagram after that, but never reached out, never spoke. Um, But I remember going home that night, talking to my best friend, just saying, Oh my God, I'm so into that chick. What is with this? Like I felt funny. Like it was the first time I'd really, I don't know, like felt something quite strong for someone that I didn't even know. Mm. And then I stalked her on Instagram and saw that she was with a man. And, you know, I was in a relationship with a man as well, Lani, so it wasn't like I was available. Yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't until about three or four years later that I reached out to her on I think it was Instagram or Facebook and she says I slid into her DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Full slid in there. And um, I just asked her outright, I said, are you into women? I mean, I know you're with a man, but are you into women? And she said, yeah. And then I just said, I've had a crush on you for years and I would love to get to know you more. And literally after that, when we met up in person, like we thought it might just be a sexual thing, like just to to explore together. Yeah. Um, But as soon as we met up, we knew it was more than that. And we didn't actually have sex for like three or four months after that. Yeah, it wasn't a sexual thing at all. Well, it did turn into that, obviously. But at the beginning, it was just something very strong that neither of us could kind of push aside. Mm. Mm, I love that. I love it. And when you sent her that message, Rosie, were you nervous? Like, what what were you thinking? I was so nervous. Like, mm-hmm. I guess the biggest thing, like, when women ask me, like, yeah, how did I approach Ash? There was a fear of rejection. Like, I was worried she would just be like, 
oh, that's nice. See ya. Like, because that's, yeah. that's something that could happen. But I just, it's like I just kept it in for so many years that I just, I didn't even care if she was going to reject me or not. I just wanted to know, is she into women? And yeah, I just wanted to tell her that I had a crush on her. I had no idea that it would lead into like a relationship and moving in together and like literally feeling like I found my soulmate. What did you think when you got the message from Rosie? I was having a full fangirl moment. (laughs) I followed her obviously after the class and um, through mutual friends I had found her work and I just thought that she was this massive celebrity (laughs) and um, yeah I was a bit shocked but when we started talking it was like we didn't put the phone down for like two days. We were constantly yeah. messaging and it was just, it was this massive attraction. And, and yeah, so it was a shock, but it was a nice shock. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I guess it's it's one of those things, hey, because you, like girls are generally more flirty when they talk to other women anyway, I find. Like I know when I put comments on, you know, other women's Instagram accounts or photos or whatnot, I'm a little flirty. And I am into women as well, but you, you just, you never know, do you? Like, how do you, like, do you find that you can kind of tell now a little bit better if a woman is being flirty versus being just super friendly? Mm, I don't think Rosie knows. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Lonnie. Watching from afar, like an expo of, <laughs> of women that are very, there's, I, I think I know the difference between um, friendly and flirty, and I don't think she's got any idea when it's happening. <laughs> I don't. I, that. I just think everyone's really friendly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm a bit I'm like that too, though. And flirty as well. Yeah, and I think that we can become a little bit naive sometimes. Like I know there's been many times when Pablo's kind of said to me, like, you know, she was hitting on you, right? And I'm like, no, she wasn't. She was just talking to me. What are you talking about? Like, I, I'm like you, Rosie. I cannot pick it up. I wish someone would come to me if they're interested and be just like, hey, I like you. Do you want to talk more? Because it would make life so much easier, wouldn't it? I, I feel like we should put ourselves out there more. Like before I met Ash, I had put myself out there to one or two other women, like a few years before that, um, just, yeah, being a little bit flirty. But I, it was honestly, I was so nervous, uh, even just, yeah, putting that out there. Like it's, I guess you, you feel like you don't want to ruin the friendship with them because mm. you, you yep. fear that they'll, yeah, think it's, it's, I don't know, sleazy coming on to you. And, yeah, and they'll get freaked like, out or something. They'll be freaked out or grossed out or, because some women are really not into women. Like, yeah, um, we have a few friends who are just very, very straight, you know, and so you don't want to turn them off either so that's why I created the girl meet girl group because I feel like there was um just a lot of women reaching out to us saying you know how did this happen you've inspired Mm. um so we've created the Facebook group for women to know that when they go into that group every single woman in there is either lesbian or bisexual or bi-curious um and if you do reach out you're you're not going to get rejected if anything you'll get you'll be very flattered you know if you have someone that's how I see it. I, I feel like if you're direct, um, people, if you're, t- you know, telling them they into them, that's only a compliment. Then we do. We get do you, a message yeah. saying, you know, do you want a third? Do you, ever, do you want a man to join? And it's always a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a few women as well over on Instagram. But I think we're pretty quick, like we're clear 
that we are monogamous and we're not open to other um, connections. Yeah. yeah that... I think that's the best thing about that group too. When people are introducing themselves, they're making it very clear. I've got a partner and we're wanting someone involved or I'm strictly lesbian. I don't want any men involved. So I think it's pretty much setting your intentions out there. Mm, yeah. No great area. But we do definitely warn women, you know, if you are in a relationship and you're seeking a woman, just be aware that you could fall madly in love. And <laughs> this is what happened to us. You know, we had no intention of being in a relationship. We just thought it would be a little fling on the side of our relationship with them fully knowing. Um, but you can absolutely catch feelings and end up, you know, in love, especially women. Women fall hard and fast. Yeah, and I think yeah. it a lot, um, you know, in the recent times. I think there's a lot more women who are open open to exploring with women and then actually realize that that's what they want Mm, yeah yeah I can imagine that would be the case because women and men I mean they're so different and women are so sensual and there's just a different energy I find about being with a woman whether it be in a friendship or sexually or whatever it might be it's just a different energy isn't it yeah Yeah, I think a lot of women say like we had a friend over last night she was saying when she's with a woman it feels more intimate yeah, yeah. And I think that's easy because it's it's softer, it's slower, it's more sensual, it's, I don't know, like it's, it's, it doesn't, no, it can be hard and fast and raunchy as well, but <laughs> um, I think just a, a woman's body, a woman's touch, a woman's kiss is very different to a man, like. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot more people are letting themselves, giving themselves permission these days after I think after the yes vote came through that was a big change for women to think I can still have my fairy tale I can still have women I can uh, marriage I can still have kids with a woman whereas I think Mm. a lot of women shut that side of them down before that because they really they wanted to get married and they wanted the family and at that stage they couldn't so yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah for a lot of women who had these feelings whether or not they're, they're lesbian or they were bisexual or pansexual I think Mm -hmm. the way Ash and I've been so public with our relationship and that was that wasn't really intentional either we just like literally couldn't hide it I have been inundated over the years with messages from women saying thank you for being so public and out there and open because you've actually given me permission not that anyone needs permission to do this but to be with the same sex but it's it's like given women permission to explore that side of them yeah just because Mm. we we and we're in a family we've got a daughter like um and I think there's a bit of fear around it too like that they'll get hate or they'll get you know judged but we've literally experienced there was one comment right at the beginning on Rosie's post someone called her an old lesbian (laughs) oh god on a post I was so offended but other than that (laughs) nothing but love and support so I think people are seeing that it's actually, it's, it's okay. It's normal. Yeah. 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 And I love watching you two on Instagram. Like I get little butterflies every time I watch you guys dance in the kitchen or make food together. I just think it's so beautiful. And, and I really love that you have been public with your relationship, even if it wasn't intentional. I think you're right. It's kind of, it's opened up a whole new world of conversation. Well, even the Facebook group is a perfect example of just how many women are obviously appreciating that this is becoming more mainstream or, or more normalised, I suppose, and, and that they don't have to be afraid of their feelings towards other women. Yeah. 
Yeah. And also that it's not, um, like it doesn't have to be something that you explore in your 20s. Like it is something that can happen later or once you've had a child, mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, you're done. That's it. You're, yeah. You're, and actually, met. funny enough, on that point, I find like well, with myself, for example, a lot of my exploration actually did come after I turned 30 and after I had kids. I felt that I knew myself a lot better and I was a lot less fearful, yeah, of, of being judged or, you know, it was more about what I wanted and what I desired rather than what I thought was right. And I think maybe it does come a little bit with age that the it's, it's not even a maturity, is it? It's more just um, you become more self-aware and you know what you want and you go and get it if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, my last maybe five or 10 coaching sessions have all been, and I kid you not, women of all ages coming to me, they're all in hetero relationships and they all want to be with a woman. Mm, my yeah. whole coaching practice is changing. And that, my latest one, she was a 57-year-old woman. Yeah, right. been married for 25 years and just wanted literally like a permission slip to be like, you know what, It's I'm, she's – finding women attractive she wants to be with a woman and she just wants to know that that's okay Mm. and you know she's obviously scared that people will judge her but I like we've said it's just becoming more normalized and embraced um yeah it's so I think a lot of women yeah just need to be able to talk to someone like myself who's literally gone through it before and I don't feel like there's this like coming out I never had this coming out you know, business with my family. It was just mum, dad, I'm in love with a woman. I'm ending my relationship with a man and I'm going to be with her. And it was like, there was no questions asked. They were like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) No judgment. That's awesome, isn't it? And I think that does come with, you know, the changes that we're having as society. Like it, it doesn't seem so strange anymore. Like once upon a time, it might've seemed strange to people to be with someone of the same sex. And, and I feel like that stigma is mostly gone these days isn't it definitely mm. yeah love doesn't have a, a gender especially in the oh. i think they're a lot more open to um teaching it's not about the nuclear family anymore they're teaching mm. all all different there's kids that live with their grandparents there's kids that have two moms that have two dads yeah yeah all sorts. Mm. and i think that's incredible too because i think that the like the kids that we have, that generation is going to grow up so more open-minded and just more accepting of all sorts of things and all sorts of people and relationship paradigms. And it's just going to be nice, I think, <laughs> watching our kids grow up. Yeah. And we, we want to start running online courses for younger kids. So between the ages of five to 13, um, you know, to teach all about this, not just sex education, but also normalizing same-sex families. Like, I just feel like there needs to be more um, education around this as well. Mm, yeah, definitely. Well, sex education in general needs to be updated, I think, from what it is currently. Yeah. And like yeah. Ash just said, and giving kids permission, like, had I known that I could be with girls from eight, because my first ex- sexual experience was with a girl when I was five or six years old, and you know, I actually looking back at my life, I actually think I've been gay my whole life, but I wasn't given any any kind of permission from my family or friends or school or anything to to be with women, 
And actually, I just remembered I, I got teased for being a lesbian in grade nine by one of my best friends. So I kind of shut it all down. Mm. Um, and so we really want to normalize it for young kids, boys and girls, to to know that it's actually okay. You can choose to be like even with Mackenzie, our little one. We're like, you can be with a girl or a boy. It's yeah, whatever you want. Whatever you want. There's no yeah. judgment. Yeah, and that's awesome, isn't it? It's it's so nice that we have that opportunity now to change the way that we parent our kids and, you know, create that more open-minded, safe space for conversations around sex, sexuality, relationships, all of that. We do the same with our kids. Like, mm. you know, I just think it's amazing. We've got that opportunity now that we can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And the sex mm. is better with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. I, I, I mean, I'm I'm on. I have a husband, so I can't really say. Yeah, it's better with a woman. No, I I don't know. For me, I love that I am able to in my relationship experience both because that works for me. I um, you know, I have a beautiful relationship. I've been in for 14 years, and I, I'd never trade Pablo for the world. But he gives me a beautiful gift in allowing me to explore the other sides of myself as well. So I think I'm pretty lucky there. Yeah, you are because a lot of men get threatened. Yeah. Um, and almost all just always want to be involved somehow. Like mm-hmm. yeah, um, when my partner, when I met Ash, wanted to be involved and I just knew it wasn't like that. Like it's not, doesn't always have to be a threesome. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's okay to want to explore one-on-one with, with someone as well. Mm. On that note, what advice would you give to women who are in a relationship with a man, for example, um, and who want to maybe open up their sexuality with a woman how would you suggest that they go about bringing that up with their partner? Just be honest and keep the communication open around it. But I do believe, and you're a great example, Lani, that it can work um, having casual, you know, experiences with the same sex. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't have to ruin your relationship or end your relationship by any means. Um, But I think just sitting down and explaining that you have this desire and you don't want to be shamed uh, in that desire or experience any judgment. So I think doing like a typical talking stick practice with your partner. So one of you holding the talking stick and just the other one holding space and, and letting that person talk and share. And, you know, it's, it's important that we own our desires and we're able to express them to our partner. Like if your partner's going to shut you down or judge you or, or, you know, just blatantly say no, well, that relationship's probably got you know, a finite time limit mm, on it. Yeah, um, yeah. But to sit down and just express that and then, you know, jump on an app together and look for someone that you both fancy, it's it's actually really, really normal now. Like I, I know a lot of people that do this um, and just reassurance, I think, to your partner that you're not going to leave them. Like this is just something that you want to explore um, together. I think it's great to do it together if you can. Mm. Um, Particularly if you're, yeah, like we were both uh, in, yeah, parts of our relationship with a man that it wasn't working out really. Like we wanted, it wasn't, we weren't fully satisfied and um, we were open to that changing. Whereas if you're in a really stable, loving, long-term relationship and you want to keep it that way, um, bringing in a woman or another man can actually enhance your experience together. And Mm. I know a lot of people who it actually brings the spark back in their relationship. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that, um, you know, Pablo and I have always been very sexual people and we've always had this beautiful, open, honest relationship. 
We've never been scared to talk about anything, especially when it comes to sex. And, you know, we find that these experiences that we have, they're all about nourishing our own relationship. So it's Mm. about forming these beautiful connections with other people, but it's also always coming back to us and, you know, making our, our relationship better. And if it stops doing that, well, then the play stops. But um, yeah, you got to just talk and be open and honest. Like you said, communication is the key to any relationship. I don't care what type it is. If you can't communicate, you're fucked basically. And it's like literally sit down with them Right and write down what is a yes and what is a no, mm, and maybe yeah. and your yeses could change to nos and your nos might change to yeses and that's okay. But like, actually writing down, I don't want you to have contact with that person just one on one. I'd rather have like a three way group message. You know, that might be a boundary or like something that you want in place. Or you know, I'd rather you not see them on your own. I'd rather always be involved at least initially. Um, maybe that you don't want there to be any penetration, like you just want it to be kissing and touching and and that kind of thing on the first date. Like it's just getting super, like talking about every possible scenario so as there's no surprises. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think it's knowing what kind of person you are too because I, I'm not a person that could ever be in that situation. I'm a very mm. Yeah, yeah. No, that is a good point because this yeah. this doesn't work for everyone. Absolutely not. You've you've got to be yeah a certain type of person or, or in a certain type of relationship where this is okay. Yeah, yeah. And if your partner's the jealous type, yeah, that's it's going to be a struggle. Like I've always been open to exploring polyamory and open relating, and we did that for a little while at the start and it just wasn't my cup of tea. So you've got, you've kind of got to explore it to see if it works for you. Yeah. But if it's really triggering and upsetting one of the people in the relationship, it's just not worth it. No, that's, that's right. That's absolutely right. And this is the most monogamous I think I've ever been in my entire life. And I, it's like, it's not even a, it's just so easy. Like I I only want to be with Ash and whereas in other relationships, I've definitely wanted to explore. So I, I feel like, yeah, I'm very fulfilled and, and don't need that. Yeah, and it depends on the, the person you're with as well. Like I think that an interesting point to make is that it's not always about not being fulfilled. I think that in some cases it definitely can be and that's why people get into open relating. But other times, like with Pablo and myself, you are so secure that it really is just another element of pleasure that you're bringing to the relationship. It's not about you know, I'm not fulfilling him or he's not fulfilling me. It is just fun and we can have that kind of fun and we're very lucky like that. Um, Yeah, and I think that if you ever go into these kind of scenarios looking to fill a hole, it's probably Mm. not right for you and you should probably look at your own relationship first, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely an alarm bell. And Mm. you're right, yeah, it can just be play and pleasure on the side. That's super healthy. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, ladies. It has been a pleasure as always. And um, yeah, I hope you... popping our cherry. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We've had with a podcaster together. (laughs) Awesome. Anytime, anytime. Ash, you are always welcome on my podcast as well. Thanks for having us. Thank you for tuning in to episode 11 of On the Couch with Lani. This episode was brought to you by the Virtual Play Party, a private Facebook community where couples and women can safely interact with other like-minded couples and women, forming connections that go beyond the superficial. 
This is the group that I wish existed when Pablo and I were looking to open up our own relationship. It's a safe space to initiate conversations, meet like-minded couples, ask questions about exploring new relationship paradigms, and it's going to provide an opportunity for women and couples to introduce themselves to new aspects of their sexuality. If you're keen to join the party where you can interact, engage, connect, educate, and play, head to my website, www.lanipavlovich.com, go to the product section, hit the virtual play party, and let's get things started. This is open for couples and women aged between 22 to 45 years old, and it launches on July 4th. Until next time, stay safe. Peace out.